0: Welcome to Janelle Jones Empowerment Podcast. We're here to help you know, love, be, and live your dream life. We talk about reaching your dreams and all that's in between. We hope you enjoy the message.
1: girl Janelle Jones with Janelle Jones Empowers and you are listening to Girl You Got This Podcast. You all know I appreciate you being here. Today we're going to talk to another author from the Free From Silence podcast. Book. Remember, the Free From Silence book is 12 success stories of overcoming secrets, sadness, and shame. The book will be released July 15th, so make sure you grab your copy on Amazon. Today, we have special guest Celia Williams-Stayton.
0: Hi, that's right. right. That's
1: me. (laughs) This is her. I'm so glad you're here. And I love, love, love your Southern accent. I'm telling you, it just warms my heart and melts my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on, girl. You got this
0: podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited.
1: Yes. So, you know, Celia is here to share her story Free from being free from silence. So before we get into the story, Celia, tell
0: us about yourself. Well, I am a woman on a mission to inspire and uplift those around me. Um, I recently experienced a major life change with the passing of my father, and that made me reevaluate my life, my happiness, and just my purpose. So I had to take an inventory of myself and my life path to really see if my decisions were aligning with my goals and my mission in life. So I'm currently in a stage of editing my life and redirecting my life path. With that being said, I'm a new author. Um, I do have a chapter in Free From Silence, which I'm very excited about. I'm an entrepreneur, a motivational blogger, and most importantly, I'm a mom, which is one of my biggest um, roles and what keeps me motivated to keep going.
1: That's awesome. Now... Um, I talked to Sharita yesterday, and one of the things Sharita had to mention as well is not only is Celia an author, but Celia is a best-selling author.
0: Yay! Yay, 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 yay. It's, yeah. So, it's so unreal awesome. to hear that. That is
1: amazing. Girl, make sure you use that. That is such a major accomplishment, y'all to be a best-selling author. So, listen, sharing her story, speaking about her story and sharing to everyone else have allowed her to increase her own life. That's amazing. Yes, it is. One of the things you were saying, um, you're editing your life.
0: I like that. Tell us more. What what does that mean? So, I'm basically just taking an inventory. Um, Mm -hmm. You find yourself in the day-to-day just kind of going with the flow, not really thinking about, how you feel, your happiness, um, how your life is going, if you're headed in the direction. Of course, we all have goals, and we all have things that we want to accomplish, but sometimes you find yourself in a point where instead of living your life, your life is living you. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you just get up, you wake up, you go through routines, you go through your um, normal day-to-day, And then it's time to go to bed and you're like, oh my goodness, what happened? Where did this 24 hours go? What did I do for me? What did I do to help me get to the place where I'm going? Did I enjoy my day? Did I spend the time with the people that I wanted to spend the time with? So I am editing my life in the sense that I'm getting to know myself again and I'm making sure that the things that I do, the things that I take on, the roles that I'm putting myself in that those things are really a reflection of who I am and what I want in my life and where I'm trying to get to at this present time in my life.
1: I love that. I think we all need that lesson. Take it on um, inventory and not just existing, right? Like really living our life to the fullest.
0: I love that. Exactly, it's it's so so easy to just exist, but is that really the life that God has for us? We're not here just Mm. to exist. We're here to live in the moment. We're here to live out our purpose. We're here to make sure that we're touching those around us. We're shining that light that we have in us. And it's easy to be dim when you just find yourself in this habit of routine And you're just, oh, I'm just, I got to go here. I got to do this. I got to run this errand. But are you really aware of what's going on? Are you really living in that moment? Are you really taking accountability for your time and what you're doing in your life? So that's Mm. what I'm focusing on right now.
1: Mm. I love that. Taking accountability for your time. Wow. Listen, you deep already, girl. Y'all better, like, be listening and tuning into this. Like, seriously, this is some life-changing stuff. It's, like, really, really not living that life. You wake up, you know, you're 60 years old, and, like, what the heck did I do with my exactly, life, right? Exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah, it's being very intentional. I absolutely love that. You have to be. You have to be intentional with your time. I've learned over the years that if you don't take care of your time, who is, you know, if mm. you're just, it's okay to give people a time, but the time that I give you is valuable. It should be valuable. So I want it to add value, not only to me, but to your life as well.
1: Mm, That's amazing. Cause that's something you can't get back. You know what I mean? That's something you cannot get back is that time.
0: Very true. I hear so many stories Mm. of, I wish um, I did this. I wish I said that if I could go back in time, but In reality, we can't go back in time. That's all you have to live in the moment. So, yes, you can make changes. So don't feel like since I didn't do it two years ago or three years ago that I can't do it now. You can do it now, but you do have to be intentional in your choices and the things that you do because you can't get that time back. And as we know, tomorrow's not promised. So you have to live in the moment. And you have to be intentional with your time and value your time and take care of your time. And when you value your time, then those people that you interact with will start to value your time as well.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Listen, we about to, le- we're going to learn more about what Celia is doing. What we're going to do now is transition to Celia's story. So Celia, I would love for you to take the opportunity to briefly share your story from the free from silence
0: book. Okay. So I won't give too much because, of course, I want you to read the book, but my story is very personal to me. Um, My story highlights the transition from me being a daddy's girl to becoming my father's caretaker when he was diagnosed with an incurable disease at the age of 62. So it goes through that journey of being the daughter that leans on the father to being the daughter that the father can lean on. And eventually my father did transition to go home to be with the Lord. So then there was another role that I had to take on, which was a child grieving their father in the process that I had Mm -hmm. to go through along the way. So that is where my story was birthed. And that's what I share with you guys in Free From Silence.
1: Wow. And I think that's so amazing because grief is, especially of a loved one, Um, is very challenging to deal with and looking from the perspective of, you know, having to deal with the grief process and also from almost, I can see, like, going back to, like, this little girl, you know what I'm saying, losing, like, her daddy, like, you know what I mean, like, taking it back all the way there has to be hard and very, very helpful to other people who also has been through a grief or a loss in any way, shape, or form.
0: Exactly. Um, Grief, of course. Everybody will experience it at some point in time, no matter how old you are, how young you are, what your background is, what your race, religion. It doesn't discriminate. And although the way that you process grief is going to be different, everybody's journey is going to be different. Um, we're all hurt. We're all gonna, you know, feel that hurt. We're all gonna feel that pain. We're all gonna have those moments where we're angry and we just don't understand, you know, why did you take? my loved one from me you know and even though in the back of your mind you understand that you know everybody has a day that they're born as well as the day that they'll leave this earth it doesn't make it easier when you're going through the process and you're grieving that loved one Mm -hmm. so i just feel like it's very important for people to understand that you're not alone um even though there are going to be times that you feel alone and you feel like no one understands and i say that because when someone Um, loses a loved one, you know, we always say, well, um, you know, I'm sending my prayers your way. I'm sending my condolences your way. But you really don't know what to say. Because honestly, there's nothing that you can say to make it better. You just want to at least let that person know that you're there for them. And even losing my father, I feel like I understand a little bit more. But I still don't have all of the answers. I just know what steps that I've taken to help me And hopefully some of those things will resonate with someone else and they can say, okay, well, um, taking this piece and taking that piece has helped me. And then, of course, I have to apply it to my journey and then pull things that, you know, help me along the way as well.
1: That's awesome. And notice that the book is called Free From Silence, um, 12 Success Stories of overcoming secret sadness and shame. So Celia, although we're dealing with grief on a level that's deeper than normal, she's also uncovering secret sadness and shame. So that's a deep part of this. That's why you have to make sure you go grab that book today because it's a great way where she shares her story and also transformational steps that helped her through. That's why that's important because you will always get like someone sharing their story But you don't always get someone telling you how they were able to transform from that hurt, that sadness, and that
0: shame. You are so right. I can't tell you Mm -hmm. how many books that I've picked up um, just throughout my life where it's like, okay, I read this story because I'm looking to see Um, how to let go of this pain or how to get over this hurdle or how to overcome this obstacle and you read the book and then you close it and it's like okay well I did get that person's story but I'm kind of still where I was so it was very important for me not just to share my story but to let you know the steps that I used to get to where I am because honestly when I lost my father there were days I didn't want to get out of the bed and Mm. Because it's hard, and there's going to be days like that. But I knew that I had to because he reminded me on his deathbed that I had to keep going. Like, he he always instilled in me that, you know, you're going to have to hold the family together. I'm leaving. Like, I'm charging you with this responsibility. And Mm. I will not break a promise to my father. Like, I've always vowed that my word is my word. Like, if I tell you something... Then, um, I, like my aunt would say, if I tell you something, you can take it to the bank and cash it. It's good. So I had to find a way to get up every day, you know, dry my face, you know, get dressed and face the world because I knew that his legacy lives on through me. And with Mm -hmm. that being said, that is a way of me showing not only what he instilled in me, but my love for him to get up and keep going because that is what he wanted for me in my life. So I took those things that I learned and I'm sharing them because hopefully those days where you feel like you can't get up and you can't go on, you think about not only the person that you lost, but the people that are still here that are depending on you. And you use those, those tools and those steps and you apply those to your life so that you can go on and you can continue and you can have the hope and know that, okay, even if today's not the best day, I'm going to be thankful that I have this day and I'm going to be the best me that I can on this day, not only to make my loved one proud, but to make myself proud and my family and my friends and everyone else that's looking at me and wanting me to keep going proud.
1: Yeah. So it's really like, um, I hear a lot of gratitude. So even though, you're going to have days, you're going to feel unhappy or sad, or you're going to feel like, you know, limited, you don't feel like doing things, you know, try, try to find gratitude in that still. Exactly,
0: exactly. That's awesome. Because you're still here, you know, you, you're you still breathing. You know, there there are a lot of people that don't wake up there they didn't wake up today they didn't have that chance so even though you're hurting and you know you'll have that pain you have to also be grateful for another chance to walk this earth to spend that time with the people that you love the people that love you so you have to take into accountability that even though i'm having issues right now and i'm facing you know these trials right now that i'm still here so that in itself is a blessing
1: hmm that's awesome and then with that being said what what made you share what made you decide you know what well, I'm going to go ahead and share my story of overcoming secret sadness and shame
0: you know what? it was just God I, I cannot say anything other than the fact that God showed me that it was time because I'm very reserved I'm very protective over the things that I care about and everyone who knows me knows how big of an influence my father had on me. Like, I was just the biggest daddy's girl. If you saw him, you saw me. Um, I always spoke about him. I always tried to show those things that he instilled in me. So with that being said, when I lost him, you know, people just felt like, you know, they didn't want me to crumble, but they, they feared that I would. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest with you, I fear that I would crumble because I could not imagine a life without my father because I never had to. He's, you know, he's been, he had always been there, so I didn't know life without him. So to try to figure out what that looks like, I didn't know if I even had it in me to, to try to make that happen. So um, it was just all the people that reached out to me. Um, I had people that I knew. Um, reaching out to me as well as people that I didn't know just saying um, wow like I just want you to know that I'm proud of you that even though you know you're facing this grief in your life you're still smiling you're still encouraging other people you're still um, motivating other people to keep going to keep fighting even though I know you're hurting so I think that was just God's way of showing me that you know what now is the time to share your story now is the time to let people know that, yes, this this is a, a large weight that I'm carrying. But I have to understand that my dad served his purpose. But I'm still here, so I still have to fulfill mine. So with that being said, I had to find everything that I could from God, from my support system, um, from journaling. Just all these different things that I had to use to keep going so that I could show other people that it could be done, that it, it, it wasn't the end. Um, it was just a new chapter. This is a new chapter for me, and um, it's a part of my story. And um, I talk about my father um, being like Job in the Bible um, because mm-hmm. he, he went through a lot in his, um, the later stages of his life, But he never stopped trusting God. He never questioned God's path for him. And when I speak about that, um, I say that Job's story in the Bible wasn't necessarily for Job because he lived it. It was for someone like my father who ultimately faced these sicknesses. He faced losing things that he had worked for, but he didn't give up because he knew how Job's story turned out. So I like to think that my story is not for me, per se, because I've lived it, but it's for the people that will read it and know that, okay, she went through this, and she kept going, so now I can do the same thing.
1: Mm. And was that, was it struggle when you realized how important it was to share your story? Were you hesitant initially? Like, tell us about that process.
0: I did I did hesitate somewhat only because I don't really talk about myself. Um, I like to help people, but I like to do it from the background. So to actually put myself out there, um, it kind of made me nervous. It well, actually made me very nervous. Like, um, to know that people would, you know, read my story and maybe reach out to me and then I would, you know, they would know it's me that they're talking to, um, It kind of made me a little nervous, but I I understood that um, my mission is bigger than me. Like, this is bigger than me. Um, It's not necessarily about me. It's about the people that I can help. So when I looked at it that way, it um, eased that fear of being in the forefront and actually opening up and sharing these things with the world.
1: Okay. That makes sense, and I think that's very, very awesome because sometimes... What I'm learning about people is they don't share. You know, they kind of stay silent, live their life, and they've been through some stuff. And some people, it's not just those people who, like, maybe never got over it, you know, like they're still hurting from it. But some people have. Some people have dealt with it and some people are okay and has healed from it but they still don't share and that is something that's powerful that they have you know that ability to share a story of overcoming because I guarantee like you were saying it's not about you and I guarantee it helps someone else so I want to say thank you for having the bravery to share your story I'm sure it wasn't easy but just the fact that you ex- embraced it and accepted it makes a world of difference. So we appreciate you
0: sharing your story. Thank you so much. Thank you. you
1: yeah. yeah. So what do you want people to learn from breaking their
0: silence? I want people to know that your you, you go, you have these tests in your lives, not because God wants to give you these hard things and for you to worry and for you to be burdened down. But, You you face these tests so that you know that you can do hard things. And ultimately, at the end of that, you have a testimony. And that's what you are to share with his people to give them hope. Because if they can see that you made it through to the other side, then they can put a face with that victory. It's easy just to say, okay, well, I know God can do all things. I do. I don't doubt that at all. I trust God with my whole heart, and I know that he can do great things, but just to see a person that looks like you or that you connect with and see that they actually went through it, and then you could put put that victory with a face, and it makes it that much more tangible where you really have that belief that I can do this. So um, I guess I just want people to know that um, by sharing your story, that you can ultimately help heal someone else. Um, For me, sharing my story, I wanted people to know that you can rebuild um, after a loss, but there is work that you have to do. You have to be willing to do that work. Um, You have to acknowledge that you feel the pain. Um, You have to give yourself permission to grieve and ultimately to heal. because I think some people have this misconception that going through the grieving process means that you're letting go of the person that you love, but it doesn't. It means that you're giving yourself permission to let go of the hurt and the pain that you feel due to losing a loved one so that you can regroup and work on rebuilding your life. So I honestly struggled in the beginning um, of my process because I felt like if I went through the process that I was letting go of my dad, but, I can't let go of my dad. He's, I'm so much of him. He's instilled so much um, into my life that I'm still sharing with other people. So it wasn't about letting go of him. I'm always going to hold on to him. But it was giving myself permission to let go of that hurt, to let go of that pain, to let go of that anger. Um, so I just want people to understand that when you're grieving, you're not, you're not losing that person. That person will always be who they were to you. Um, they're just not physically here anymore. But you're letting go of that pain and that hurt that can hold you back and be harmful if you don't process those emotions.
1: Mm-hmm. And I love that because you said uh, going through the grieving process does not mean you're letting go of that person. And I think that's such a misconception. Like you said, that people do think that, you know, if I don't. Swallowing this pain. Um, if I don't feel anger, if I don't do this because I lost this person, then that means I'm not holding on to their memory. There's nothing wrong with holding on to the memory of losing a person because typically your dad made an imprint. He made an impact on your life, so you will never forget your mm-hmm. dad, and you no don't want to say or no one is asking you to. And I love that you're just allowing yourself to grieve in a healthy way where you're saying, you know what, I don't have to be angry. Yes, it's going to hurt. You, you won't have to go through that stuff initially, but eventually you will get to that place where that person's memory is not painful to you. I love it.
0: it. I absolutely love it. Exactly. That, that is, that was one of my biggest struggles. But once I overcame that hurdle, it started to make the other things easier um, because when I would go to work and I would um, be out and about and, you know, I had a smile on my face, or I was laughing, or I had times where I was joking with someone, I kind of questioned would they think that I I was inhuman because I wasn't um, crying and I wasn't falling apart, but with our story, the story with me and my father, when you have given everything that you have to give, and when that person knows without a shadow of a doubt that you love them and you constantly show that and you were there for them through the entire process, everything that they needed, then when they leave this earth, there's you're at peace. You're not wishing, I wish I said this. I wish I spent this time. I wish I did that because I was able to do all of those things while he was still here. So that personally helped me um, through the process where I was sad. Of course, I'm. you know, I had my days where I want to call my dad. I want to go hug my dad. I want to, you know, sit and watch television with my dad. I can't do that. But I know that when he was here, I took the time to do those things. So it, it makes it a little bit easier. And I don't have those regrets or those shoulda, woulda, couldas that, you know, sometimes we face when we lose a person and we didn't actually invest that time and spend that time prior to them leaving.
1: Mm. listen, y'all better be getting this stuff. This is some very real and helpful information that Miss Celia is dropping here, where it can really change your life. Like, it's one of the things where you have the opportunity to either go right or left, where you can either make your life or break your life, and it all begins with a choice. And she is going to show you ways, transformational ways, that you can actually overcome. So make sure you go grab that book, Free From Silence, 12 Success Stories of Overcoming, Secret Sadness, and Shame. It is so important. Um, When you're hearing these stories, you hear the heart of the person. You hear her pouring out to you how important her relationship was with her father, how challenging it was for her to grieve her father, but more importantly, how awesome it was for her to heal from that and provide you with some dope transformational statements or transformational, um, steps to get you through as well. So stop sleeping and stop playing and make sure you go get that book. Now, you tell us what is next for you.
0: So, um, after sustaining my happiness and peace, um, I'm of course focusing on that. I'm still rebuilding. I'm still healing. I'm still repairing. I'm still figuring out my new normal, but, I'm here to encourage and reach out to other people that are going through the grieving process. I'm in the um, works of setting up an online forum for people to talk and build support groups um, with people that are facing similar situations through my um, website. So I'm working on that and just you know just being there, just just living, I'm using what I've learned to help others right now. is my main goal. It's my main focus. I just want to let people know that there is life after death. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just using my platform. I hope to touch the hearts of those that are hurting. Um, to let them know that it, you you will get there. Um, there mm-hmm. there is a there is a rainbow at the end of the storm. So um, just keep going and you'll make it.
1: I love it. There is a rainbow at the end of the storm. That is so awesome. So make sure you guys are connecting with Miss Celia if you've had any type of grief in your life. Make sure you're connected with her so you can grab those steps on how to overcome them.
0: Now, how can people follow you? Tell us where to go. Okay, so I have um, Evolution of CC, um, which is E-V-O-L-U-T-I-O-N, O-S-C-E-C-E. That's my brand. So that's my website. You can find me there um, on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook under the same name. Or you can find me under my name, which is Celia william Staten. On my Facebook and my Instagram are the same as well. So I'm there. Um, You can also go on Amazon if you search our book. I have an author's page there and all of my contact information is um, listed there as well. So please, 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 if anything that I said um, touched your heart today, if it resonated in your spirit, if you just need someone to talk to, you need someone to give you a little encouragement, a little motivation, a little insight, I am here. I would love to hear from you. I would love to talk to you. And I would love to hear your story.
1: Mm. Yes, please connect with her. This is a plea to people. I have seen so many people go through the grief process or attempt to go through the grief process and not properly heal. And then what ends up happening is that pain turns into resentment, which turns into bitterness, which ultimately begin to attack them exactly. physically. So it's very important that you get that help for grieving. So please make sure you follow her on all her platforms. I promise you, you will not regret it. Don't forget, Free From Silence, 12 Success Stories of Overcoming Secret, Sadness and Shame will be released July 15th. However, you can go to Amazon right now, go to amazon.com, type in Free From Silence and purchase the book today. I promise you, you will enjoy the journeys of these authors, okay? We want to thank you again, Miss Celia, for being on Girl You Got This podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your story and opening up. And we sincerely appreciate you.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed myself. I love the dialogue. And I thank you so much for inviting me to your amazing podcast.
1: Thank you all again. And we will talk to you soon.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Janelle Jones Empowerment Podcast. Please be sure to visit our website at JanelleJonesEmpowers.com. That's Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L, JonesEmpowers.com. There you'll be able to sign up for free information to help you live out your dreams.